88.1 WKNC. The Scary's right there. The song was Souvenir. It's three minutes past five this Friday, January 8th, 2010. You've now tuned in to the local beat right here on 88.1 The Revolution. We've got Lake and Fear coming up for the first hour. We're talking about Redress Raleigh and their brand new EP, Pegasaur. Right now, though, some Super Chunk Martinis on the Roof. We'll be right back with some Lake Inferior. WKNC Superchunk right there. Martini's on the roof. You're listening to The Local Beat. My name is Adam Kincaid, and I'm your host every week from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. right here on WKNC. Joining me in studio today, I have Chapel Hill Band Lake Inferior. Guys, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us. You put out in November a new EP. I believe it's the Pegasaur EP. That is correct. This is your second EP, and both of them are off of vinyl records out of uh, the University of North Carolina, right? Yes, yes. student-run record label uh, in North Carolina. Awesome, awesome group of students there. So are you guys students at UNC? This guy, <laughs> Dax Beaton right here, just graduated in December. Bo has finished already in graduated. July. He finished when he was supposed to. And um, Logan is a student of his own discipline. Yep. But I came to NC State first. So and I you switched over? Yeah, sorry about that, but mm. I enjoyed my time here. Explain a little bit about vinyl records. I know that... It's uh, slowly becoming one of the more popular labels in the area, uh, and it's a student-run organization, correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. So how does it, how does it work? Uh, basically, uh, it was started by Trip Gobble. If you're listening, we love you. Um, and they just, he just really had a passion for music. Uh, the local music scene is something that Chapel Hill's always, I think, kind of prided itself on, um, along with the rest of the Triangle, obviously. Um, but, I mean, it's just a group of motivated students that really wanted to give you know, local bands a chance, like some sponsorship and the ability to kind of put their own music out. So we did some tryouts back in September of 08. Yep, it was 08. And, uh, so you have to do a sort of a trial thing mm-hmm. for they the have five a, bands, including us, that yeah, tried right. out. It was a showcase. I think they have them annually now. Biannually. Well, it was biannually, but I don't know if they're still doing that. Anyway, it's either biannually, and you basically it's like a battle of the band, so to speak, that um, they hold a big competition, like five to seven bands usually participate. And uh, the students vote, which is what's really cool is that um, the UNC students, everyone gets um, votes for their two favorite artists on the website. And um, you have that weekend to get your vote in. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the top, however many acts you're looking for, depending on who's still on the label and how much room they have and their finances, you know, they'll they'll get on board. And so um, we were one of the the first three uh, bands, and I'm pretty sure we're the only one of those three left on. Still, Still not really sure about one of the bands, what's going on there. But and yeah, it's, what's really cool about vinyl is they're it's they're all about making sure that people don't just see college bands as college bands because it's easy to fall into the habit of thinking that if you're a band in college that you you have no merit and that you know right. you're gonna break up after you graduate and you're only doing music as a hobby or you know to mm-hmm. to be you know accepted or something like that. But there are a lot of of students who have extreme passion for music at this age and that that's really what they want to do and you know if, if you have the ability and the motivation to get started something like you know an uh, organization like vinyl records can 
help you do that with like Bo said sponsorship and just really being supportive. And what's great about these guys is they're not only, you know, our age and are going through the same things we are, they're, they're taking classes. They know the stress and everything like that, but right. they really care about music and they're, they're really into seeing you succeed and they're, they're, they want you to make it to another label, to a bigger label. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, they've always been there for us and it's an, it's an awesome label. Is it a student fee? Like how's, how are the funds come in? Uh, do they have just been um, concerts? It's or? classified as a, a nonprofit, and yeah. the school sponsors it. Yeah, they receive right. grants mostly from mm-hmm. this, from UNC, and it's actually really catching on because um, they're having like last weekend they had you know tryout or not tryouts but like you know a meeting for all the students who are interested in becoming a part of Vinyl Records, and they're having like a really good turnout this year. Mm-hmm. And so the goal is to take it national, which I really mm-hmm. like. I mean, they right. really want to expand. I think it's really cool to be thinking big because I mean we're not. Obviously, there are tons of student bands like Dax was saying that are in the same position, just could use the help. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really cool that they're doing that. So how did you guys, I mean, you did the tryout type thing, and mm-hmm. how does that sort of work? Do, is it just a big concert, mm-hmm. and all the students come out, and then they vote? Yeah, mm-hmm. they had computers yeah. like laptops um, set up there to vote, and you also had until Sunday, that Sunday night at midnight right. is when they closed the polls, mm-hmm. and whoever had the most votes was on yeah every band gets three songs i believe or band or you know solo artist singer song depending on who it is and um yeah they just have a whole station of laptops set up it was much more efficient the second time around than the first time and i'm sure it's just going to steadily get more and more you know Mm -hmm. efficient as they get more funding and learn how it all works yeah they usually have it on a friday and then sundays at midnight they close and they just let all the bands know um how the, the votes turned out and yeah it's that easy this is your second ep both of them are off of vinyl records i believe you have what six Songs total or eight, something like that? See, our first EP was six songs, and the second EP was four. Right. So six plus four. I'm not a math major, but I believe it's ten. Uh, No one ever said that I was good at counting. Right. Derek is our math major. He's not here, sadly. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and listen to a song off your brand new. I guess it's not brand new. It's about two months old. We um, consider it pretty new. Yeah, it's it's new. Well, I guess it's old to us, but new to Now, this is off of the Pegasaur EP. Correct. um, Which will touch on in just a little bit, but I believe it's... How do you pronounce this? Geppetto. Geppetto, right here on the local beat. WKNC Geppetto right there by Lake and Fear off of Vinyl Records. Joining me in studio have Dax, Logan, and Bo of Lake and Fear. Thanks for coming in, guys. Yo, yo, thanks for having us. Hello, hello. And uh, so we were just talking about your new album. It's Pegasaur EP off of Vinyl Records. Before we touch on that, what do you guys classify your music as? Uh, uh, Your MySpace says crunk. crunk, That's correct. That's correct. A lot of crunk juice. A lot of of crunk going on in the... uh, recording process and music making process of Lake Inferior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since Biggest the influences day we like started. Dirty South, I mean Lil Wayne. Yeah. Uh, I can definitely get I think those. Uh, yeah. Lil yeah. John was the what got me and me and Bo into making music. I think you can definitely hear him in Geppetto. Yeah, Lil John. Justin, the guy who actually helped, you know, us record this album actually asked us to bring the crunk down quite a bit a few times when we were recording. Mm-hmm. We told him no, of course. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not yeah, it's not obvious that right. the crunk right. is a little less. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda like white boy crunk. To an extent. Right. Only <laughs> two of our members aren't white. Right. I mean, we know what I'm saying. <laughs> anyways. anyways. Um, in reality, we get asked this question all the time, and we always have a different answer because we never stick with the same. We're always, like, influenced and wanting to do and try different things at all times. Like, 
Pegasar is definitely an experiment in making a, a pop record mm -hmm. um, by uh, all intents and purposes. Um, it was we wanted to try things with samples, um, a lot of electronic beats, a lot of synthesizers. Derek, our our bassist, so to speak, um, only ended up playing bass on two of the songs out of four, and then the other two had electronic bass and things like that. And Nasser played some bass, but now I, I think we're all ready to kind of. Our first EP was much more kind of prog rock oriented mm -hmm. um, in a way. <laughs> this is a pop, and now we're we're all five of us are into something completely different at this point, and we're we're working on a full length LP, but none of us know how it's going to sound or where it's going to go. So when we're asked the question, what kind of music are you guys we either say crunk or um what that's usually yeah that's usually the answer we, we give i guess it's sort of a uh, a vague we leave that up know. to the listener really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. you guys call in and tell us what kind of music we are and <laughs> we'll we take that and run please with call in if you, you don't have to if you're creative <laughs> and you want to come up with a name for like uh inferior please do so yes in any case let's talk about the recording process i'm not necessarily familiar with how vinyl records runs things uh, what was that like for you guys um the new one was a guy named dustin who's pretty good friends with one of the members of vinyl he uh i mean he's like a wicked awesome guy i mean he's like in his early 30s he's got his own place out um in carry and he's got a ton of stuff there his own analog mixing board and we really mm -hmm. wanted to try to you know obviously it is a really like electronic saturated album but we really wanted to try to mix it with an analog sound the first try one we to get did as warm as possible mm -hmm. yeah. the first one we did was all done by ourselves i mean we just kind of did it in the living room and the process was like four times as yeah. long we literally we just, just like yeah. would pass the laptop around other members like all right time you know we you mm -hmm. go and take the laptop record your part pass it along and so on mm -hmm. and that's literally that's that's how the first ep was done but this one we completely different so and the whole aspect of actually time is money was a huge factor of this EP. Uh, we had infinite, since we were doing it ourselves in, in our own living room, the first go around, we just spent so much time and overthought quite a few tracks on the record that looking back, it's like, you know, why did we spend so much time on that? It was good. We had it where it needed to be. And we just, you know, we, oh, how, how long? We started in the summer and we finished in December. It was literally half a year for six songs. And that's just, you know, with school and everything on top of that. But this time around, it was, you know, we have so many days and, you know, every hour you spend in there is more money. And so it was a much more like, you know, right. get the take that sounds good and move on. And um, it was it was exciting. It was a rush. It was stressful at times. But in the end, I, I think we definitely learned a whole lot and definitely have an idea of how we kind of want to approach the LP too. just mm -hmm. kind of mixing the two. Now, there's a lot of different layers, I guess, to your music uh, that I've noticed and a lot of different. It's very uh, electronic. Uh, how do you go about writing your songs uh, and how does that change? Um, the songs... Usually the pattern is, or I guess Nasser and, and myself are the, this is Dax, by the way, are the primary songwriters of the band right now. Derek's been been bringing a lot uh, to the table recently. I think we're going to see a lot of his tracks on, on this upcoming album. Usually we will make a demo on our, our laptop of the basics, the very basics, or you know, we'll embellish however much we think we need to. I personally try to leave as much room open for the other band members you know, to contribute Every, you know their their parts as necessary i just finished a demo where you know i it was all piano basically and some synthesizers you know no guitar i didn't want to lay down any drums any bass line i wanted to leave it open and, and have everyone else's ideas finish and shape the song the mm -hmm. way that it's a, it's a collective five piece so despite the fact that it might be nasrai who, who writes the basic structure of the song the songs always end up <clears throat> turning into a collective five minds in the song and i think that's what uh, a, a lot of people see in our music that makes it special is that it really, truly is um, five 
five of us writing the song mm-hmm. in the end. It's not just one person and other people just like, you know, writing a part and sticking it in. Um, right. You know, everyone gives input as how the song is shaped, where it goes, not just like, you know, their parts. You know, if Bo comes to me and tells me, you know, he doesn't like my piano part, he thinks he has something better and, and he plays it and the band decides, you know, what which one needs to go in there and, you know, I, I've written some percussion parts. Logan's written some bass lines. You know, it's it's just completely open, open-ended for everybody. What about your live show? Uh, how does that compare, you know, to to the recorded material? I love playing live. Um, I think we're pretty close as far. Are you talking about as far as recreating it? Right. Yeah. What do you do differently live than than what you normally? I mean, we hear? got we got like a sampler, and so we've been playing with that like crazy. And I mean. We're kind of, <clears throat> I mean, I think we're kind of trying to avoid that a little bit because, you know, it's it's only so cool when you're watching a band and they just are pressing buttons for a while. But, uh, I mean, I think it's gotten pretty close. And I think, like, we all really thrive off, you know, the live energy. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we're a five-piece band who hardly any of the members know when to stop playing. So I think we're able to, to get it going most of the time. Right. What about the older tracks? Or how have they changed? I mean, you've put out two eps in the same year how, how have you changed i guess and we just have a we made a lot more money touring and playing <laughs> shows so we have more equipment and we'll reapproach old songs sometimes and just you know rethink them add different ideas after we've given them a, a break for a while and um you know a lot of times the new equipment will help and a lot of times it's just the new mindset right. we'll just you know let's play this differently we're tired of it this way let's let's redo it spiders took a huge leap um from the very first early demo we had of it to what it turned out on the ep and then how we play it now it just mm-hmm. is constantly a song that's constantly yeah, and changing it's not always intentional that the song changes when mm-hmm. converting it to the live you know setting because when we're trying to put like when we have all these songs recorded like from the first ep like we're like, well now we need to like do this live and whether we mean to or not like it's gonna change because right. you know it's pretty pretty big like conversion you know well if you just tuned in to the local beat I'm currently talking with Lake Inferior, a band out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Their next show is January 15th at the Poor House. They're playing for Redress Raleigh Benefit uh, alongside Influential, Violet Vector, and the Lovely Lovelies, and I believe FTB Sound System, if I'm not mistaken. That should be a great, great show. We'll touch on that in just a little bit. Right now, though, let's play another song off your new EP, Pegasaur. This is Johnny B, right here on The Local Beat. WKNC, I Have Night Terrors is the name of that song. It's by Lake and Fear, a band out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, off of Vinyl Records. That was off their first EP. Before that, we had Johnny B, which is off of their November release, Pegasaur EP. Joining me in studio, I have Dax, Logan, and Bo of Lake and Fear. Guys, welcome back to The Local Beat. Thanks for having us. Now, I understand that you guys, um, you know, you've been playing live for a while now, but this is your, you're playing a wedding that's right. Up. Oh, yeah. That our two dear friends. And this is your um, first wedding. Uh, Brie Mullis and Cesar Castro are getting married. I thought it was Brie Mullis. Is Mullis. there an I? Oh, Brie M. Sorry, Brie. Brie M. I really and hope you're not listening. But they are two. <laughs> I hope you are listening, Brie, because very, very I care about us. you. We love you. And we all care about it. Anyways, they're getting married next <laughs> next Sunday, and we are playing the after party along with some other 
friends of ours. Look at it this way. Yeah. She will no longer be Brie, Moles, That's or right. Mollus in so eight days. Forget, yeah. forget about yeah. it. Brie Castro. Castro. Yes. It sounds, yeah. sounds awesome. Has a yeah, nice can't <laughs> wait for that. So this is your first wedding. Um, mm. What do you guys plan on doing? Covers. And a few of our originals, but the Mostly covers. Now, are these going to be... Did Brie pick out the songs? A few or? of them they did request, yeah. Right. They actually made, like, a Facebook group, and everyone just like, <laughs> posted requests as art- artists, and we kind of picked the songs, so it'll I, be interesting. I find yeah. this so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. We do, too. We're pretty <laughs> yeah. excited. When we got the list, it was way better than we thought. We were like, oh, wow, there's going to be so many bands that we were just not going to want to even touch or, yeah. you know, things that we wouldn't be five, you know, a five-piece, like, kind of rock band wouldn't be very suited yeah. to playing, but we're there were having... some awesome, awesome like bands on there. They they requested my. I'm really pumped about playing Prince. Um, yeah, recovering, yeah, recovering. Uh, let's go crazy. If you listen and, to uh, the local beat ever, you'll know that Prince is probably my second favorite artist of all time. Excellent. So, nice. Yeah. Who's number one? I, I respect that. The Doors. Oh, Excellent. all right. On the Doors. Yeah, Morrison, and and the three you. of us were trying to convince the other two members uh, to play "My Love" by JT. We really hope we can do uh, that. Uh, this is Justin Timberlake. If y'all can hear that out there, Justin, if you're listening. We hope you'll make an appearance. Make a cameo. We yeah. love you, Justin. All right. Well, good luck at the wedding. Thank you. I, I did want to talk about your Pegasus EP was released on vinyl, which is becoming popular once more, uh, but you also had free MP3 downloads that came mm-hmm. with it. This is becoming a, sort of a trend, I guess you could say, in, in the music scene mm-hmm. worldwide that you know more people are starting to get into vinyl, and you know the bands are putting MP3 downloads on there as well. What do you guys, what do you guys think about that? I well, think... You want to go ahead? Yeah, well, I mean, we're all obviously really big fans of it um i feel like it's because cds let's face it are dead, pretty much dead 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 mm-hmm. they're as good as don't buy any yeah. more cds right. i just think that, i mean if you please whoa, don't please don't it's really aggressive i think i just think that like as people started downloading music more i mean they they download an mp3 and even if you play like a cd in comparison you realize how much you lose right. and i think when you then you go to vinyl and you realize you lose nothing Essentially, I mean, I think that was a big thing. I think the great thing about vinyl and and MP3 downloads that are included is is not only that, you know, you have that physical copy of yeah. music in your hand, mm. it and it sounds better, but you also you get know, the portability. It's the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. Exactly. You could you can download it, put it on your iPod, and everything like that. I don't know. I'm, I, it's way I, sweet, sweeter right. than like a plastic tray. Yeah, I mean, if plastic it, disc. One of my favorite things. I mean, we were just during that break, we were uh, looking at the Bear in Heaven. CD booklet and uh, just like looking at the artwork and one of my favorite things to do with like you know purchasing any new album of any sort is the artwork right and see what they've Which done is a and, like, dying you know yeah yeah right and then you got the CD and like this little plastic insert or something but you know vinyl you have a nice big right. you know picture and, and inserts to look at and it just it just feels better to have right. like a vinyl collection to just be sorting through these nice substantial tangible you know I really uh, think that CDs have almost killed off you know the art that is album artwork yeah you know uh and vinyls i guess it's sort of bringing it back now was this a choice by you guys to make it vinyl or was mm-hmm. it vinyl records uh it was it was a choice by us and vinyl was very happy to oblige because right. i don't think they'd released obviously vinyl. the namesake helps. yeah I, mm-hmm. I think we're their first vinyl release um so On they were pumped about that records but uh yeah and then we there was some debate as to whether or not we could fit all four tracks on the different sizes um, We're gonna do an eight inch originally, right? Seven inch, seven, seven inch. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. We, we ended up ten, ten inch, right? To, to make it happen, but yeah, vinyl all the way. I'm glad it's coming back. Now, uh, as a ten inch, is it thirty three and a third RPM? Yes. Okay. 
Because I know that there are some 10 inches that were 45, strangely mm-hmm. enough. It's 33. It's 30. It's 33. Yeah. It's 33. Okay. It's 33. Right. It's really fun because you can speed it up. And that's <laughs> and that, it's like, become it's the like eight songs more actually other than four. I mean, it's great. We sounded like Passion Pit. Johnny B, when you yeah. play it fast, on the just for all you want to give it a shot, we sound like Passion Pit. It's really cool. So is yeah. this a trend you guys plan on doing in the future with your next couple releases? We hope something so. to look forward to? So. I think so. It's definitely, my thus far, um, I enjoy it much more. You know, we'll, maybe we'll try something new. But mm-hmm. either way, I would like to, to release it on vinyl, at, you know, in some form. Maybe 8-track. You guys want to do 8-track? Let's bring yeah. that back. Let's be the one to bring that back. You can do that with your solo project. I was actually really worried when we did the vinyl. Like, especially that release show we had, I I didn't know how many of them we would be able to get rid of. I thought we were just kind of be sitting with a bunch of vinyls and nobody has record players. But, I mean, if anything, I think Dex made a good point. You have the digital download and you have something really substantial to hold on to. And, I mean, luckily we've been really, we've had a lot of success with it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's something we would definitely do in the future. Yeah, and props to all the major uh, <coughs> or independent record stores that are still still out there. I know uh, mm-hmm. in Winston, there's one that I go to, and mm-hmm. School Kids Records here in Raleigh, Little City Sound, Little City, and all, CD oh, Alley, CD Alley, and, and, another one. Yeah, yeah, hopefully they'll change their name to Vinyl Record Alley. Yeah, they keep going with this. It's possible, yeah, for real. <laughs> That's a good point, and I really thought about that. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Redress Raleigh uh, and what you guys are going to be doing with that. But right now, though, uh, addressing parents, which is off of your Pegasus EP, right here on the local beat. WKNC right there, Spiders by Lake Inferior. Before that, we had Addressing Parents by Lake Inferior. And joining me in studio is Lake Lake Inferior. Inferior. (laughs) Now, Spiders was a uh, a free download. Correct. Our label uh, put it up on their their blog, uh, Vinyl Records. Blogspot.unc or something, I don't know. Yep, but they released that as a free download, and um, it was very nice of them. Right. And I believe and I saw it on several other blogs as well, but I, I would go to that website to cool. get, yeah. I guess, the official download oh, yeah. copy. So, yeah, you guys are playing next week at the Poorhouse for Redress Raleigh. That's right. And we were just uh, talking about that. It's an ecologically friendly designer show. This is the benefit concert for that organization. I guess uh, the main point is to have clothes that you know are environmentally friendly. Yeah, it's exactly. it's all about the, the production of the clothes. It's not like... You know, people wearing plastic or cardboard or newspaper or anything, but um, like recycled fabrics and and garments and things like that, and garments um, that are good for the environment. You know, clothing like that. Right. Exactly. It's 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 all about the the concept and the production, right? Rather than the actual. And I guess the point is is to have it be fashionable (laughs) in some some. I I have no idea what fashion is. I don't know if you could tell, but uh, my mom's given up on me. My girlfriend keeps trying. Sorry. (laughs) That's a (laughs) Timberland. That's a Timberland shirt, isn't it? It is. That's pretty solid, man. It's yeah. even got the recycle oh. symbol around it. Like yeah. you should just You're go dressed. It. As I, wow! I didn't even look at this. I just that does have the recycle <laughs> symbol <laughs> around it. That's you are ready to go, man. Look it's at that. It's conspiracy. Talk about iron <laughs> work. Well, Logan is definitely our most uh, fashion conscious <laughs> member mm. of um, 
Lake Inferior by far. Even though he likes to admit he doesn't, he's currently sitting here with like a scarf and designer jeans and like some yeah. nice kicks. Some His leather glasses brown are actually kicks. made from recycled popsicle sticks. Yes, That's right. Little fun fact. And tortoise shell. So, mm-hmm. Logan, why don't you tell us what fashion means to you? <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. Next. <laughs> You're listening to the local beat right here on 88.1 WKNC. We're talking about Redress Raleigh. It's coming up next week, January 15th at the Poorhouse. This is the Benefit Concert. It's featuring bands such as Influential, Violet Vector, and the Lovely Lovelies, Lake and Fear, and FTB Sound System. All proceeds will be going to Redress Raleigh, an annual eco-fashion show. I believe the, uh, the fashion show is not taking place. This is just the Benefit Concert. Right. This exactly. is the concert to benefit the actual show. Right. But they're intertwined exactly they're all for the same cause right uh now these other bands that are playing have you ever played with them before um we played with influential at the duke coffee house mm-hmm. once and uh they were pretty sick nasty oh yeah they're um, great. and they had a sweet beatboxer um we and played then, with the drummer and his other band the huguenots from violet vector and the lovely lovers mm-hmm. a couple of times they're best right. out of chapel hill as well but we have not played Violet Vector, though we have heard many good things about them. So I know we're all excited about that. And I've also heard of um, FTB. Is that did they go by a new name for this? I thought it was something. Their name was. I was going to ask you guys. I've, heard, I've actually never heard. I've of also FTB. heard F the Biters. Yeah, F the Biters sound know. system. I'm excited. I don't even know if it's, I'm excited. Either way, I've heard of them. I'm pretty sure in one form or another. Um, and I'm excited to play with them in their transformed state. Well, great. And also, uh, hey, Redress Raleigh, if you're listening, uh, Bo is just telling me in between the song break how much he wanted to model for you guys, maybe the next show. So. I'm a 32 waist, uh, about 6'2", just let me know. He's currently rocking Ezekiel mm-hmm. and a direct TV shirt. You should see his yep. ice. He's trying look. to bring corporate greed My into ice. the, the mainstream. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I, I mean, I guess some people consider me very environmentally friendly when it comes to fashion. I, I normally do not wear clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally oh, wow. do not wear here. See, you're a forward yeah. thinker. I like Kudos that. to you, like man. That. Yeah. I, I guess I can sort of go back to the old days, mm. you know, when, when we didn't wear clothes. See, for for this show, actually, Lake and Fear will be donned solely in trash bags. Mm. Right. Mm. And they'd be trash bags that could be... They were eco-friendly trash bags. Right. They're recycled. We we found them ourselves, actually, in dumpsters outside of now, our, the, the our house. The recycled trash bags are obviously fully transparent, so I don't know if that's incentive or something else. But, I thought, that, uh, I thought that's what we agreed on. <clears throat> that's what I thought, too. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah, that's fine with us. I got nothing to hide. <laughs> well, in any case, Regis Raleigh is taking place at the Poorhouse Music Hall in downtown Raleigh. It's an 18 and up show. Doors open at 9. The show starts at 10. Again, that's January 15th. It's featuring Influential, Violet Vector, and the Lovely Lovelies, Lake and Fear, and FTB Sound System, F the Biters Sound System. Come out if you can. We'd, we'd love to see you all out there. Right. And it's, it's for a good cause. And it's for a good local cause. Right. I might add as well. Now, you guys, you have a funny story uh, that I don't know if you really want to talk about, but I'm going to make you. No. Um, <laughs> as if far you as notice, we have no shame. <laughs> as far as doing this show goes, um, you had to be reminded that, that you're actually playing this. Um, uh, I'll go ahead and say this is not the first time, nor second, nor third, fourth, fifth, or sixth time this has happened. We've had to be reminded of a show that we've already agreed to. We're really good at getting pumped about playing shows and then just like forgetting that we have them. I think one or two times we've just flat out missed a show. We're getting better. We're getting much better. What but have yeah, we missed. We haven't missed one. But so we've had you to cancel went, a few times. We've had to cancel other, like the day I'm like before. the day of maybe. Because you haven't we missed just, one that you remembered. Yeah. Yeah. We right. may have exactly. That's that's what I'm getting at. But it's so always for the count. complications of other things that we're doing. It's not sure just it is, like, Logan. Um, and so with this show, we were playing the Assassin's Ball. There's a bar. I think it's the Oak. 
Tavern. It just opened up in downtown Raleigh, right? right? Something Tavern. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It's a really cool place. Nice, nice little establishment. But they had their pre-grand opening um, celebration, and we played at that. And while we were there after the show, this girl came up to us, and she was telling us how excited she was to see us play in January. And we all were just like, yeah, we can't wait. And we all oh, looked at each yeah. other really confused. And finally, I looked at her and I was like, what? When are we playing in January again? And she was like, Regis Raleigh Benefit Show. And, oh, yeah. And still, none of us had any idea. And so I'm sure somewhere along the way, someone had just asked us, do you guys want to play a show for a benefit in Raleigh? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be the poorhouse. And we are like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? But afterwards, we all went home and, you know, looked up the information because we wanted to make sure we were cool with the cause. Right. And we definitely are. Um, well, I'm sure what happened was that they actually never formally asked you. They just they, they probably just told the scroll to go tell you thanks for playing and guilty mm. tripped you. It worked. Yeah. It's that's a that's a good way to do it. <laughs> nice it tactic. Yeah. Thank you. you win. Well again, you're listening to the local beat right now. We're talking about redress rallies, the benefit concert for uh the benefit concert for redress rally is taking place at the Poorhouse Music Hall Friday, January fifteenth. Doors open at nine. Show starts at ten. It's featuring influential Vaud Vector and the Lovely Lovelies, Lake and Fear and FTB sound system. Lake and Fear is in, within me in the studio right now. But, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. I've had a blast yeah, the past hour us, chatting with you guys. We're going to leave you here with How the Wars Are Won by Lake and Fear. This is The Local Beat.